0: In this week's episode, it's me and Sierra again in another chit chat on the Cross the Yass podcast set. I'm gonna call the Cross the Yass Chit Chat with Sizelle and Sierra. It's gonna be a recurring thing, I don't know how often, but it's a new episode and it's the final episode of 2020, which we all can't wait to get over. So here's our quick chit chat 10 2020. You've been awesome this year, it's been an amazing year. I'm gonna keep saying year because I'm over it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Looking forward to 2021. Hope you guys enjoy it. And yeah, see you guys next year.
1: Yes! Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Cross Yes Podcast with Giselle so. Yes! Yes! Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Cross Yes Chit Chat with Giselle and Sierra.
0: Okay, cool. Well, um, welcome, Sierra, back to the podcast, because you're always here.
1: <laughs> hey, girl. Good to talk to you again. Hey, hey.
0: Well, um, we're doing a last end-of-the-year episode where we kind of re- do a year-in-review of what happened on the podcast and what to expect for the new year. And as you and I both know, this year sucked.
1: <laughs> yeah, in many ways, this was not like the most glorious year ever recorded in human history. But, I mean, there are good things that have come out of it for, for many people, ourselves included. Yes, yes, And I guess we'll just uh, go into it and first talk about what well, what happened
0: since we've last chatted. Because we last chatted, I think, right before Thanksgiving, I think was one of them. This is our third one. We did one after the election. We've done one after before Thanksgiving. And now after Christmas, kind of just get updates on our lives. Uh, Sierra, you can start because you're awesome and tons of stuff has happened to you. So if you like to... Talk about sure,
1: it. sure. I mean, maybe not a lot has happened lately, I guess. like it's just been really quiet over the holidays. like I haven't seen my family or anything because my family doesn't live locally in Southern California for the most part. Um, so really for Thanksgiving, we just kept it very small uh, with my like a very, very small group of my wife's family here at our place. and Christmas was really just the two of us and just like going to drop off gifts for people. So it's just been a quiet time where, you know especially like as as i'm starting the transition process and like just navigating the just challenges i guess of of like figuring out who i am and like and like my relationship with my wife with this within this context it's like it's nice just to have time and space for that without having to worry about <laughs> how other people will take it but i have like told my immediate family members now about the fact that i'm actually transitioning and and that's all going great like i've had some I've even done like some some video calls with my family uh, to give them an opportunity to get to know Sierra a little bit and it's been great so far. How about you? What have you been up to? Just start again by like recapping a little bit about the yeah. vaccine.
0: You're right, you're right. Yeah, so um, yeah, I got the vaccine, which I recommend everyone get. Right now there are two vi- vaccines available, the Moderna vaccine and the Pfizer vaccine, which are both highly effective. One is 94%, the other one's 95%, but they are a two, two-step vaccine. You get one, and then the, you have to get the next dose either 28 days or 25 days, something like that uh, later. And I had it done a couple days ago, had a couple symptoms of uh, which were expected, which was like inflammation in my arm, just soreness, a uh, couple chills. But I think Sierra and I have talked about it. I think this beats COVID, <laughs> regardless. I'd oh, rather yeah. have the soreness from the arm versus like <laughs> chronic debilitating respiratory symptoms for the rest of my life, possibly. So highly recommend everyone to get it. I don't know when it's going to be available for the public. I think it's currently available only for healthcare workers and some asshole senators out there (laughs) who are getting the vaccine. So whatever you may, you might hear, just if you can get it, please get it. I know um, Kamala Harris was saying that like, and I don't want to get political, but she was talking about like how she was okay with these senators getting it, because that means, you know, herd immunity and getting people, less people will get, will likely uh, contract the vaccine if there is more of the vaccine given to more people. So, yeah.
1: Mm. I mean, ultimately, we do want everyone to be vaccinated. And it is good that that even includes Republican senators. But let's be honest, it's not like that group of people is doing too much to benefit the American people at this point in time. Like they're just arguing about like what pittance they'll make sure people receive in, in terms of a stimulus check wherein you've just seen so many job losses and all of that over the last year, really.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I was just, uh, informed that the $2,000 stimulus that was passed by the house has been rejected by the Senate. Um, Again. Well, that was a
1: foregone conclusion. That was just that all came from kind of Trump calling his party's bluff and and just kind of the weird political imaginations with that. But yeah, that was never going to happen. No, no. And uh yeah.
0: So if you guys don't like what's happening, people in Georgia, if you're listening, I mean they probably are (laughs) I have friends in Georgia who are already like all they already know. (laughs) Like unless you're under a rock in Georgia, you probably have heard there's a uh, runoff election that will help on the January 5th. So if there's anyone from Georgia listening who lives under a rock, um, Hey, please vote,
1: please, please vote. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. But yeah, that's pretty much the majority of that's happened. I mean, I work a lot and Sierra is real, real busy too. So we've put out some good episodes out there. We have a, a Patreon. That's been great. We started a discord in the last month or so, which has been
1: amazing. Amazing. Oh, Our discord has been the best. And I really think if you're listening to this, if you're a CrossCast yes listener for any length of time, you are welcome to join. You don't just have to be one of those like long-term fangirls who's been listening from the beginning or anything like that. It's really open for anyone who's interested in the podcast. And we've just been having amazing conversations. And so just go over to our website, crossyaspodcast.com, and click on the link for the Discord. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's a great community already, and we've been having lively conversations almost every day. Yes, yes, And it's also a way that we get uh... a... <laughs>
0: potential cross-yas conversation guest which has been i mean i've already gotten like three or four already so yay if you want to be on the podcast that's one great way to do it but also like sierra was saying if you want to just have a great discussion with others who listen to the podcast who have similar mindsets or or different mindsets and just want to talk about certain topics we talk about weather today and we talked about transitioning and all sorts of stuff that i feel like anyone can really benefit
1: yeah, and we are hanging out there all the time, and we, we love to meet our our listeners, so please, please, please join us. Yas, yas. But yeah, that's the
0: majority that's happened in the last month or so, and then I guess we want to talk about what's happened this year. I know it's been quite shitty for, the m- for <laughs> pretty much all of us, really. I mean, some of us have benefited more than others, but I think overall, I think we're pretty excited for 2020 to be over. <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk about it first Sierra. How was your 2020? What did you do this year and yeah, where are we today?
1: That's a great question. Yeah, I mean it's there's no doubt that this is kind of a dumpster fire of a year for society, but despite that, like it's actually been kind of an exciting time for me personally. Um just just because this has been really the year that I finally opened myself up to something as important as my my real identity. Like I actually I think as a result of just having a lot of time, uh, given that I've been working and teaching from home this whole time, it's just given me the time and the space and the distance from other pressures to be more honest with myself about who I am. And so my whole kind of gender journey, I guess, has all taken place within the span of this year. It was only like in early February that I put on a dress for the first time. And then things have evolved pretty quickly from that point, and I don't think there is any way that I would have imagined at the beginning of this year that I would be transitioning by the end of the year. But if if you had gone back in time and told me a year ago that that's what I would be doing, I'd probably at first be a little bit scared about what that means, but then also be like, really, finally, like it took you long enough to realize that this is what needs to happen. So in that sense, it's been like a super exciting year of development and self-discovery even when it has sometimes felt like the rest of the world is kind of falling apart around me.
0: (laughs) Yes. You don't see it though. No one can see this, but I'm like jumping for joy while you're talking about this.
1: Sorry. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) well, it's, it feels good to have had this, this kind of year. And, and it, instead of feeling like I'm missing out on something as the years have gone by, or like with every, birthday, I felt like, well, that's just one more year where like, I still feel like I, w- I, I never felt like I was really living up to my potential or like being who I was or something. But now it's like, I'm looking forward to the next year. I'm looking forward to the year after that, because it just feels good to be yourself and feels good to be honest with yourself about that. And for everyone we've talked about, it can take different forms. Not everyone will go through transition. And even those who do will take it in different ways. Like I'm not full time yet. But I aspire to in the next year, and we can talk about that a little bit later, but it's in that sense, it has been a really exciting year and although there have been other things going on um for me as well, it's like that really that really takes the cake in terms of the most significant thing that's happened at least to me personally in the last year. There are other things like with my like with my marriage and my family that that have happened as well, but they and they're certainly significant but in terms of things that are that have just like been most influential in my journey that's that's been 2020 for me
0: yes yes i'm I'm about to I'm mean, there's like tear like inner in inner tears <laughs> i'm just so happy for you like uh you talking about how yeah you first put on a dress in february like that's crazy, <laughs> you know. And I, I don't know if people are listening and thinking that, like, oh, it's going to take me years to consider this, or you know, decades. But it's like, look at Sierra. I mean, it, it might have taken years internally, but like, you did it. You came out and in less than in less than a year, you're already on her hormones and considering. Tra- I mean, and transitioning and doing such amazing things that wouldn't you would never even think possible prior to this year. Well,
1: that's very true, and yeah, it just also makes a really good point that it's not like my thinking about this hasn't been just in the in the span of this year. Obviously, this has been on my mind for much longer. And so once once I actually started allowing myself the the freedom to think about it, to explore what it means for me, it all just started to fall into place pretty quickly. And that's not to say that everyone has to follow that same timeline either. but once once it started falling into place, it all just felt so right and so natural, and every next step forward felt like, Although it was something that often made me nervous, like when I was taking other steps forward, like it always felt like I was on the right path, I guess.
0: Yes, yes. I guess for me, answering the question of what the hell happened this year, I think like everyone else, we had such, I guess, great expectations and high hopes for 2020. For me, this was the second year of the podcast, which is amazing. The first year was, I think, a success. And then the second year has been just like through the roof of how great this podcast has become. You and I met in about like July or August when you first reached out, which is crazy. That was like four or five months ago. And, I know. You know, we had these great hopes and dreams for the podcast. Like, hey, we want to do this. We want to do this. Some of them have transpired. Some of them haven't quite yet. But I think just in four or five months, I think we've had so much growth in the podcast, which has been, I know, monumental in moving a podcast forward. Although, like, when I first started the year off, I'm like, well, I'll just, you know, release an episode here or there. And I released them what once a month, twice a month. But with you, I've been more, kind of just more consistent. Every week, at least, we've incorporated Curious episodes, which are, like, every other Saturday, with, you know, just better content. And I, I think for the cross yes listener who, one, one that comes to mind is Diane, who said that she just started coming out this year, right? And I'm sure you have the same experience, Sierra, of... You know, wanting to do such great things for me, I want to do a best threat this year where I was going to dress up my entire weekend with my girls from work and for old friends and just be a girl and just like go to clubs and do all these things. The same with you. I wanted to like if (laughs) it would have been weird had we met like prior to this year and who knows where we would have gone Vegas clubs like it probably would have been a bad, bad time, but also a great time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we I don't know if we would have been the best influences on one another. And who knows (laughs) the future might hold that that still remains true. But But um, yeah, it's, it's like all of these hopes that we had, I think, for both of us in terms of, of things that we wanted to do with others. I mean, that's been the thing that's been most limiting, certainly.
0: Ah, yes. And not even within the podcast, just like family and friends, we haven't been able to hang out or see on like a consistent basis, which is what probably hurts me the most, or I'm sure it does as well. Others, it's just. Like, I haven't hugged people, you know, and I'm a hugger. <laughs> I don't know if you are, yeah. Sierra. But, like, when you, I first met you on, like, the weekend before my birthday, I'm like, like, the fact that I couldn't hug you, and we'd been friends for, what, less than a week. <laughs> and we'd <laughs> been texting each other and, like, you know, you gave me a great gift. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know. It's, like, it, it's that it's that, like, human connection that you can't just get through a Zoom call or that you can't get through, even when I do my Discord interviews or even through Discord, like, Yes, we could video chat one another. Yes, we could text each other like all these funny emojis and gifs or gifs, however you call it. Just there's 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 some missing element that I'm sure that we're going to talk about later like that we, we don't get unless we're within proximity of one another. And I miss that. And I can't wait to get it again. And I think for the cross-yas listener or anyone out there who's considering transitioning or just within the gender spectrum or gender nonconforming or, you know, within the binaries or whatnot. Just when you finally get that support and you feel it through like a hug or through like a, you know, handshake or just being in physical, you know, contact with one another, which I guess I get, you know, this year it's COVID and you don't you want to live you want to physically distant and socially distance yourself. But like I can't wait to finally, you know, I haven't hugged you, Sierra. We've known each other for four or five months and I haven't hugged you yet. It's like
1: yeah, that's that's like the biggest to me one of the biggest tragedies of of 2020 has been aside from the fact that a lot of people have have really had their I mean their lives cut short, their families disrupted by COVID. It's also been like such a big social disruptor like that and it's it's really strained a lot of um interpersonal relationships. It's left a lot of people missing each other tremendously and feeling like they just aren't able to satisfy their need for connection with others. Like I'm I'm pretty introverted really, but even I have been feeling a lot of I guess longing for for that kind of in-person connection and like the ability to like travel with people and like share experiences with people. It's that's been really hard to lose that this year. I mean, yes. I it
0: Girl, I'm already thinking about the the misadventures we would have already gotten into.
1: It would have been bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> it very, very likely could have resulted in in like one or both of us like completely penniless and like f- being found in a ditch outside of Las Vegas, like in a half torn dress or something like that. Yes. Sorry, you said penniless, not pantyless, right? Because I mean, we could have <laughs> probably end up penniless. Yeah, that's it. it In the worst case scenario, maybe both, but hopefully not. Yes, and it's it's. (laughs) I'm thinking about
0: some of the listeners that are or that we've talked to on our Discord, and I'm like, dude, some of these girls, we would have all gotten into like some bad, (laughs) like, uh, I mean, it it would have made for some really good experiences. Let's let's say that. Let's (laughs) put it that way. It it would have been fun, but I I understand that it's it's not going to happen this year. Obviously, there's like a couple days left. But 2021 might look a little more um a little more like, you know, light at the end of the tunnel sort of thing. And I mean, there's some good things that have happened this year and majority bad things, but like, you know, you know, with the good stuff that's happened, I feel like that's kind of outweighed the bad in a sense for me. Like for for me and Kirsten, we bought a house, which is wild. Um, I mean, I got a job earlier in the year that I kind of want to quit. And I've talked to you about. <laughs> um, yeah. And there's good stuff that will hopefully transpire to better things ahead next year. And the the end of the year kind of was, you know, for me, I I believe, kind of ended up on a better note with like Donald Trump finally losing, I think, I don't know, still (laughs) um, losing and that hopefully leading to something better. I don't know what this whole COVID stimulus relief bill, uh, geez, I don't know. But, you know, we have a runoff next week that might lead to better things an inauguration next month on January 20th that will lead to, you know, hopefully Biden and um, Kamala Harris passing stuff. We'll see what happens in the Senate. I don't know if you want to go into 2021 yet, or if you want to talk a little bit more about what happened in 2020. Are you, are you over it yet?
1: I am girl. I am so over 2020. No, it's, it's (laughs) like, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much ready for the whole world to move on from. Yeah. Some of those things like, and, you make a great point of mentioning just how how big of a moment the election was, and it I think it really can't be overstated just like how many people breathed a sigh of relief just because of like how antithetical trumpism was to like their identities um like people of color who who felt themselves being just beat down really physically and metaphorically by uh people who kind of believe in trumpism and um LGBTQ people who saw our rights disappearing little by little as the kind of attacks associated with Trumpism, like the political attacks, attacks on rights just continued. And you started to feel some hope once Biden gave his first acceptance speech uh, after after it became pretty clear that he was going to have the, the number of electoral votes. That first speech he mentioned, um, the the rights of transgender people, which it hasn't happened before to my knowledge in a speech like that. So it's like you you start to see these glimmers of hope on the horizon. People are being vaccinated like you and that will expand to more people. And I think there's there will of course be un- yet unforeseen challenges next year, but there have been some really positive developments at the end of this year that I think give us reason to be much more optimistic about what next year has to offer.
0: I agree. I agree, and yeah, I mean, just Biden winning, and you're right—the the sigh of relief that it was tough election night. You're like, ooh, kind of scary, kind of scary, and then the, as the mail-in votes came in, you're like, okay, cool, cool, we're okay, okay.
1: Yeah, we survived. We we survived, and and things worked out well. And like you said, with Georgia, hopefully we'll get some more good news there, and and start to see some real improvement.
0: Yes, I I, I gosh, I hope so because 2020 was rough getting better getting better and then with new year's coming it'll be so much better are you do you have plans for new years i didn't even ask sierra
1: so i just hope to with my wife hold ourselves up in the mountains enjoy the snow a little bit and and just kind of take it easy and relax like that's the ideal kind of vision of that and then we we plan to um go to we plan to take a short like road trip to death valley which if you haven't been there before um, for any of the listeners, is one of probably one of the best places to socially distance from people anywhere in the world. <laughs> it's just yeah. like huge, wide open spaces and and just incredible landscapes. And we've had so few opportunities to travel together and and spend time together not at home that it will be like a real luxury to be able to do that.
0: Dios. Yes. How about you? Any plans? So I, I'm I'm glad to have no work this week, which is great. I think Chris and I are just going to sit at home and. I don't watch tv there's a lot of tv we need to catch up on and just like hang out like it's it's weird having a home and we haven't spent as much time here as because i've been working and kind of just saving up but and we've i know she's working a lot too because she works in healthcare, also and it's been kind of busy for her the time but just hang out at home just be with one another and tv i love tv i love being lazy which has been quite bad which i haven't talked about this year i got so fat sierra i mean it's been rough
1: i was girl is here waiting. has not been kind to me either
0: <laughs> with like gyms being closed which i love going to the gym and then like exercising outside but i'm like eh, it's cold and then it's been raining like the last couple of days that's the, these are excuses that i like to give out but the other thing like i don't i guess people don't talk about too and i thought about this the other day is like a lot of businesses have been businesses have been closing like restaurants and stuff and like I'm a big supporter of like small businesses and small restaurants. So I'm like, let me just help them out and buy food girl. I've spent so much money on small restaurants this year that I mean, I mean, my stomach loves me, but I, the the fat has been in building.
1: So. <laughs> now I, I hear that. Like we actually, my wife and I made a point earlier in the year of getting takeout from a local non-chain restaurant every other night. And it was It was great. Like, got so much good food in that time, and still, like, a couple nights a week at least, I'll do that. But you're so right that there are there are some downsides to that too. And all I can say is, like, now that I'm taking hormones, hopefully the fat will go to the right places.
0: Yes, and we'll need photos, so just for proof for science purposes.
1: Of course, of course, (laughs) you better believe I'm documenting things, and it's it's a very going to be a very data driven process for me as usual.
0: Yes, and knowing you, you are all about data. I think your middle name is data. I think
1: Sierra data, Marvia, right? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let the listeners, uh, we'll let their imaginations run wild. Oh yeah.
0: Then their ma- imaginations are quite wild, quite wild with us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that leads us into the new year, 2021, which you and I, we hope to have lots of great things in store. Maybe we'll see. How about, what do you expect from 2021? What do you have planned girl? What is, what are you looking forward to for the new year?
1: Wow. So for the new year, like personally, what I hope to accomplish is uh, gender wise, at least like later in the year, becoming just full time and how I'm presenting if everything kind of works out or I feel comfortable doing so like that would be the ideal scenario. Yeah. and maybe like yes. Coming out professionally, like around the end of the summer toward the beginning of the next academic year, like that would be my gender related number one goal. But aside from that, it's like I'm not making too many other plans right now just because we need to see how things evolve with COVID before like making travel plans. But I want to get back out there in the world, start having some great experiences again and like hanging out with people, making new friends, starting to like enjoy like real connections with some of the friends I've made lately. And I think there's just a lot to look forward to next year. How about you? What's what's on what's on your radar for next year?
0: Well, I mean, anything we do this year is just going to make 2020 like you 2020 sucks so badly. Like you could, you know, shit on, shit on your lawn and it'd be like, Oh my God, it's so eventful, you know, <laughs> in 2021. <laughs> so for me, I mean, as you know, Preston and I are getting married, at least for ceremony wise in like two weeks, three weeks. So that's like uh, going to start so off. Exciting. Yeah. So we're getting married. So I mean, yay in two, three weeks. So that'll kick off the year. Well, you know, it, it changes things way more. Because 2020, we were supposed to. Well, our, originally, our wedding was supposed to have like 300 people for a ceremony wedding, but due to COVID reasons and just being, we want to be smart about it and health conscious, as opposed to those people who are still holding like 200, 300 people weddings. Like, did you hear about that one wedding in New York that um, was it like a, like a, what's the Jewish wedding called? I forget what, what they're called, but like they had like 500 people or 400 people attend.
1: And of course Yeah, there have been like, just some crazy things like that that people have still been doing despite the yeah. fact that, come on, everyone knows better. Yeah, like what
0: they had, um, they had like four hundred, and then they had like a huge COVID outbreak. It was like, no kidding, nobody was wearing masks. you I, I get the the religious aspect that yes, you should be able to congregate in your thing in separation of you know church and state, but like, come on, man, <laughs> health, health, guys, COVID, it's real, it's bad. So we're going to do that and we're supposed to have a reception afterwards, but we're going to push that towards August, which Sierra you're invited to if you'd like to attend <laughs> again, oh, I it's, can't wait. it's outdoors, but uh, you know, hopefully everyone's vaccinated by then. Hopefully the numbers kind of dwindle down, but it'll be out. It'll be an outdoor setting. I don't know. Who who knows if that's still going to happen or if we have to push that forward because I don't know, the COVID numbers are still kind of crazy. So there's that i still wanted a bachelorette i would love to do a cross yas bachelorette i mean i was supposed to have one with my girls in september still like a post bachelorette i would love love to do one with the podcast like listeners I also have even a cross yas wedding Chris and i have talked about it like even just going to vegas and las vegas um and just like have like a one of those like chapel weddings and like have all the listeners attend that would be fucking amazing where i wear a wedding dress Kristen's probably gonna wear a wedding dress and just you know, like, oh, that'd be so much fun. And if anyone wants to attend, you can wear a wedding dress too. I think Tanya was talking about, can I wear a wedding dress? I'm like, yes, bitch. <laughs> you can wear a white <laughs> to, to my wedding. I don't give a fuck. You can wear a whole wedding dress if you'd like.
1: <laughs> that would be just amazing. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to do things like that. And I think that's another thing to look forward to next year is once once it's safer to be out like that, like we'll just have all these opportunities where where we can have adventures and where, where people who have been connecting with people online in the last year can like finally get out there and start to have like real human experiences again and real connections traveling and just enjoying the company of others and like what a luxury it's going to feel so much more satisfying to do that knowing that we were missing it for so long i think
0: yes i totally agree would you like to go on a cruise ship next next year or
1: sorry uh no 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 thank you cruise <laughs> ships to me always i don't know there's something that creeps me out about cruises like i I don't know. Do you have any desire to go on a cruise? Like it's never something that's appealed to me in any way. No, I don't know. Like, uh, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's only one cruise in this world that would appeal to me. And that's like the inside passage of Alaska, just because like you have these insane mountains that that are literally like a couple of them. One is like 15,000 feet tall. Another one is like 18,000 feet and they rise directly up from the water and you can see them and you can't see them from land. Um, because there's like no way to get there via road. So like, that's one cruise that I would love to do, but have that's it. Have you been to Alaska? Several times. Yeah. I fucking love that state. Like that's where
0: you if your name wasn't Sierra, it would have been Alaska or something. Cause like that place is fucking beautiful. Like,
1: wow. There's oh, I know. Like, and, and that's the kind of thing I can't wait for again. I can't wait to go back there. I can't wait to like go to the Yukon again, which is like my favorite place in Canada. Mm. Uh, You might get the sense that I like going to places that are like far from people and that's generally pretty much the case. But I am like actually starting to look forward to having human connection again too.
0: Well, like I have family in Alaska and we had like weirdest thing. It's the greatest pizza I've ever had in Alaska in um, Anchorage at like Moose's Tooth. I don't know if you've had it. Love no like
1: way. i haven't spent as much time in anchorage mostly oh. like some of the some of the smaller towns like on in the inside passage and then like up, mm-hmm. up around fairbanks and everything but been to anchorage but but didn't spend much time there oh uh,
0: i mean I, I only spent time in anchorage and i'm like if this was like a taste of what i got in Anchorage in alaska i can only imagine what the rest of the state is it's so pretty oh uh, sorry i we're it going really on tangent is. but like yeah just just traveling like i miss traveling i would love to travel next year i mean um Chris and I hopefully you know will try and make for kids and stuff <laughs> who knows um that could change things so like if if you know heaven um what is it like um by the grace of god if they say like if Chris Kristen gets pregnant and I'm the father hopefully it's me um <laughs> I would I would love to be a parent next year or at least you know know that there's potential that I pass my um you know <laughs> sorry that's so stupid pass, no, my, that's sperm not stupid at all. pass my sperm on to <laughs> in that way <laughs> but like yeah it's just like to be a father or to like grow a family like i would love a dog but i know kirsten's kind of allergic which kind of sucks and you would get a hypoallergenic dog but she's pretty has high allergies to dogs which it's fine it's fine i like going to other people's places and playing with their dogs It's the first thing i do by the way it's like oh
1: dog <laughs> like harry well um yeah the person's here too i'm like no dog dog Say hi, dog. Well, my dogs look forward to meeting you. They've they've heard your oh. voice so much, just as we, like we've been recording, and just when I've been listening to the podcast, that I'm oh. sure it would be like you'd be an old friend of theirs right away. Oh yeah, D- dogs love me. I, ugh, I love dogs, but yeah, I, I'm I've a pet
0: next year, maybe even like a goldfish. I love I love pets, <laughs> so I look forward to that maybe next year. What else? Vaccines. Oh, that was the main th- vaccines. I w- I hope everyone gets vaccinated next year. I hope with a Biden Kamala ticket that we can hopefully push vaccines more with the general public so everyone gets it. So that means we can all hang out with one another and just be, which will help, you know, and mask. Like I hope, I mean, we'll still probably wear masks, but I hope that can kind of decrease our mask use because I haven't seen people's faces. A lot, even when I saw you in person, I, th- I still think you were wearing a mask. It's like, hey, I know there's a face under there. And for most people, it's like that's the other part that, like, I lose the connection because I miss people's smiles. <laughs> I know it's stupid, but no,
1: that's, that's not that. stupid at all. It's like that's a, that's a big part of the human experience that we've just missed over the last year, and it will be really nice to get back to that point. And yeah, once we get to the vast majority of the population having a a having been vaccinated, then we probably will not need masks the, the same way we would, because then we will be at, at the point of herd immunity and it will just be not so much a concern.
0: Right. As opposed to uh, Trump and his administration. Sorry. how He said, no, we'll all just get it. We'll all just get sick. That's how herd immunity works. Like,
1: <laughs> Oh God. So let's just say like every possible example I've heard of, of countries, regions, trying that they have, they have, entirely been failures. All of those experiments with herd immunity with COVID has have just been abject failures. And so like the only way we're going to get to functional herd immunity is with a vaccine. And like you said a million times already, it is so important that everyone gets it. Like I am so excited to get it. I'm definitely going to wait my turn. I'm I'm in a lower risk group and I'm sure it's going to be quite some time before I can get it, but I will Proudly take it and encourage everyone else to do so because it's just foolish not to take a vaccine like that when it's available. It's like why would we, why would we turn away or reject scientific advances? Like the reason we haven't had to think about smallpox or polio is because we solve those problems, and COVID is the same thing now. Like this is a problem we are solving, and to think that one might not choose or might actively choose not to participate in that solution is pretty incomprehensible.
0: Right. So you're saying you're not going to jump the line and get it before everyone else and then spread terrible <laughs> hoaxes online that said that it's it's a hoax. That's not you. You won't do that? That's
1: no, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a, a, a good girl. I'm gonna be a good girl. I'm gonna wait my turn because I'm lucky to be able to work and teach from home. So it's it's not something where I feel like I'm at very high risk.
0: Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for being a reasonable person and not an asshole.
1: (laughs) Isn't it insane that like you would even think to thank me
0: for that, though? (laughs) You would think that you would think, but we got to that point because of people we have in office. (laughs) Like, I don't know. And Americans are just very stupid. I I don't know how else to put it. Like, unless we actually have to say that,
1: then you won't you won't know. Like, really? That is a totally different story. And hopefully we just. Start moving past a lot of the ugliness of the last uh, last four years that's that's another thing I really hope for next year is that we just start to turn the corner and that the things that are being done in the country overall start to reflect the values of the majority of the people rather than just this aggrieved minority of of white trump voters agreed and i I,
0: I would hope that you're right. like these trump voters who who knows I, i'm i'm a I'm on a I was on Reddit this morning and previous couple of days of uh, there's a subreddit called leopards ate my face, which is like a thing about like people who are surprised that the leopards would eat them if they were like, I don't know, contained space with leopards like no shit, they're going to fucking do shit. And there's a lot of a lot of uh sometimes I, f- I frequent the subreddit conservative and a lot of those people are finally like turning, <laughs> you know, circling back around and they're like, hey, you know what, maybe maybe the GOP isn't for us like oh no 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 kidding (laughs) hey maybe socialism does work in some instances like what Uh,
1: i i I don't know we'll see if the next year brings brings some thoughtful reflection for people i I hope that that would be a nice thing right yeah and that's what
0: you're right i hope 2021 brings some like clarity and just some kind of like Again, I don't want to care about politics. Let me get back to my dresses that I wear. More hard hit industries have been like fashion, right? Because like I'm I'm the extravagant ho hoochie type that I want to wear like slutty dresses out, and I'm like I'm not going to wear it in the house. Or right. when I'd also hope to get like haircuts and my eyebrows done more frequently and less lockdowns. Oh, that's what I look forward to next year. I hope
1: it uh, will happen. It just like I I truly believe that with the vaccine, it it will happen. It's just how quickly can enough doses be produced to get the coverage that we need and, and restore some sense of being safe in public, right?
0: Agreed, agreed. And um, I'm sure people will still have to wear masks and still be socially distant, at least six feet. But hopefully we can get to that point, to that point. But that's what we're looking forward to in 2021. As far as each other, but what about the podcast girl? What do you expect or hope for from the P- Crossy Ass podcast in 2021?
1: So this I'm glad you asked. and And I'll I think you should share your thoughts too, because we have a lot of kind of the same ideas. I think about what could be really great for the podcast. One thing that's just been so exciting so far has just been finding ways to increase kind of a sense of interactivity within the podcast community and also exploring different types of media. So one thing that we've been talking about a lot is the potential of creating some video content, but that obviously is easier to do collaboratively. It's easier to, do if if you have like someone to handle the recording and the production and then like we could have us like doing things or actually like being filmed or whatever so it's like if we want to really do a great job with that it's it's going to require that we get to a point with 2021 where we can actually like you know be out in the world and like be around other people but i think we'll get there and i think we'll be producing some great video content in the next year and then also in addition to like the discord and everything where we're starting to see great conversations I want to take that to the next level, and we've talked about having, we've talked about having events, we've talked about having meetups or little conventions or whatever, where we can engage with our listeners in person and start to build even uh, even a more meaningful community than we have just online. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yes, yes. I
0: look forward to our first meetup because it'll be like truly like it'll be you and me and like I know I know Tanya will be there. I'm sure for sure. I'm gonna for get her sure. on the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna get her, David. She's gonna be on the podcast, but
1: I- Yeah, why hasn't she been interviewed like two weeks ago already?
0: Yeah, she still hasn't. It still doesn't want to be on the podcast. It's fine, I'll get her, I'll get her, don't worry. I mean, I know you're listening, Tanya, we're gonna get you on the podcast. But yeah, I look forward to doing video. We have a house now that is available for us to do video in. I think we're gonna do like, we're gonna um, treat the room with like acoustics treatment. So like, we'll be able to sound better, Kristen be able to sing, because we do look forward to doing more for the Patreon at least for like like content for other listeners or people who do want to gain that um, content. But definitely video, definitely meetups. I do look forward to having really good guests. Like already this year, I've gotten great feedback from people about the guests that we've had. Um, and just some of the stories this year, holy shit, have been insane. <laughs> Chrissy is the one that comes to mind as the one that I'm like, oh wow, what the fuck? <laughs> as yeah, like there have
1: been some incredible stories. Like I've just yeah. learned so much from the people who have been interviewed this year and and previously. But I just get the sense that as the community grows, more people will be coming in who will uh, who will want to share their stories. And there's no better way to get to know the community than to have them share their stories in that way. I mean, what what could be better? What could make this feel more like a place where people belong than to have such diverse perspectives all the time?
0: Right, and I do. I I mean, I hope that we actually do get some dissenting opinions. I have reached out to the people who are who don't necessarily agree with some of our political views as well. Mm -hmm. Not saying that our political views are, you know, the right way. And when I, it is, it is one perspective. But I, like, for those who don't know, uh, we are not quite anti-Trump, but we don't agree with a lot of Trump and his policies, I guess, and and a lot of the GOP policies. But I would like to have the cross yas listener who, is, uh, who does support the GOP or who does support certain policies that the GOP has passed or through legislation and whatnot and want to get those views on the podcast. Because, you know, when it gets very like, oh, this is the way, this is cross yes yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say yes all the time, right? So we do want eventually people who don't agree with us and The one topic that comes to mind is that cross-dressers are transgender. Like, I want to hear why you don't think that. And if you're gung-ho, all all gung-ho about it and very set with the idea that we're not not transgender, I would love to know why. And that opinion is valid. You know, I would just like to hear your evidence behind that. I don't know. What do you think,
1: Sarah? No, I think that would be great. I, I think if anyone is listening and ever finds anything that we say to not sit well with them, engage us in conversation get on the discord talk with us send us an email find us on instagram and just start a conversation about it because i like having conversations where i i'm forced to critically confront how i'm thinking and i know that you feel the same way giselle and i think it's it's good for the podcast and good for any community to engage in constant reevaluation of of how you're thinking and because it's it's being forced to confront your feelings or confront your beliefs that results in those beliefs either being improved or better supported or sometimes changed depending on the evidence i mean that's kind of what in in a in a way that's what science is it's kind of like our best understanding of the world at any given moment but when new evidence presents itself um uh, it's it's expected that the way you see things will change and and evolve over time and that's how it is with opinion it's it's how it is with just the way we understand the world in general.
0: I agree. And and you put it exactly the way, science, right? Like, it's not perfect. The gender spectrum, the gender world, like our views, they're not, you know, they're always changing. And that's the beauty of life. And that's the, I think the good thing about our podcast is we are open to change and thinking different. I mean, when I started the podcast, you know, I was all about just cross-dressing and whatnot. And then I got more people on and understood myself more. and. And then when you came on the podcast, I even understood myself even further and people really love your opinions and people love Kirsten's opinions and how we don't, it's not just me, right? It started with just me and I had a great view of stuff. And it's funny because I look back on what I talked about before and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm slowly evolving into what it's become today, which is still, it it still has its cross-dressing roots, um, which is what I am, but there's other elements and there's other views that, that other people bring, and that is what makes this podcast great, and that makes me a better podcaster, I guess. And it makes me feel like a better human being because I am learning, and that's all I want anyone really to do is learn, because <laughs> that's what we're—that's what makes us better, <laughs> right?
1: Totally right, and that's what will strengthen this community and strengthen the, the message and and just the value that we can provide to others in the community it's it's all about having diverse perspectives learning from others uh, growing in a, in the way we think and the only way we do that is if we are hearing from other people uh, we don't want this to be an echo chamber so again we've said it in a whole bunch of different ways but just get in touch with us like that's that's one thing that will make this podcast even better in 2021 is if we interact with the people who are engaging with this podcast as much as possible. I mean I I love chatting with people and talking with people who listen to the podcast or even people who don't who just have interesting things to say about about gender and sexuality. It's like it's a fascinating thing to to speak with people about because everyone understands uh, everyone understands things a little bit differently and just the ideas, the way we understand like the theory behind gender and sexuality is changing all the time too. Like there wasn't a word for transgender a hundred years ago uh, in the way that we understand it now. And so it's language is evolving, theory is evolving and humans are kind of making up culture and making up gender as we go. And so we can be active participants in that the more we are connected to one another in discussing it.
0: Yeah, god see this is why this podcast is great because you're you and I'll, I'll edit um hope's interview but she says how great of uh how was it even i can't say it but like how great you are at verbalizing what other people can't say and that's what people really love about you because you're saying it in such like a it just sounds so pretty <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the way that they've always wanted to phrase it, but they're not good at their words and same here. I, I don't know how to put it in such great uh I don't know vernacular. you're just so good at it and you give a voice to people who don't know how to voice things um, and they love listening to you. You offer a different perspective from other than mine and Kirsten's um and they're just they're just happy to have you here and I would not have this good of a podcast without your support, without your input. Um, cause you make me better, and you make I think everyone who listens to the podcast smarter just by listening to you because of how clearly, you i and I hate when people call me smart, and I'm sure you might do. but I think it's more of how how hardworking you are uh, to everything. like you you are data driven, you're research driven. You want to know the best way to do things. And I think for any cross yas listener who wants to be a better, crossdresser or trans person uh be more informed like it's it's this podcast and that's a huge huge like you know just that's on you that's really just without you you it wouldn't that wouldn't be possible so
1: yeah well i'm truly honored to be able to share my perspectives here and the thought that even one person finds my perspective to be useful is is Flattering and and humbling because I'm, I'm just sharing how I see things and like how I'm trying to be as honest as I can just about like what my experiences are like, what my journey has been, and if that's helpful to people, like that's it truly makes my day to hear that. And I think though what you've done here by creating this platform is like it's been your hard work that's gotten us to this point where we're having these kinds of conversations. You've you've built this foundation. You've had amazing conversations with people that I've learned so much from. So the praise goes both ways. I think you should really be proud of everything you've done to build this into such an incredible podcast and such a useful forum for kind of getting to understand ourselves better and getting to understand others better as well. Learning from the diversity that makes us richer and stronger. Yes, yes. And I I do
0: hope that, I think you and I talked about it, that we hope that we can broaden the podcasts like outreach or like how we can reach other people who don't necessarily know about crossdressers or trans people or transgender people or people who aren't on the spectrum we're gonna have guests or have people that you may not necessarily think that are crossdressers or trans people like oh that's that's in that spectrum or oh, that that's related to you or how and just to like hopefully you know broaden who we can talk to or people who don't necessarily just fall you know i know we're super niche, niche 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 i don't know how we say it but i know that they talk about how niche crossdressing is or trans i guess issues are but it's not really like we we we're out there we're we we are in the community and we want you to know who we are and you know and that's what we're doing with hopefully video and that's what we hope to do with you know um Going out to these like gatherings and stuff and seeing that, you know, when, cause that's what it takes is knowledge about what we do. And once you know more about that, then you're like, oh, okay, that's, that's cool. Or hey, we accept that. But I don't know, something like that.
1: I think what we've seen just with general acceptance, growth of acceptance in um, just LGBTQ Americans in particular, mainly like the L and the G and the B, is that once people started to uh, experience greater kind of visibility, of people who identify as LGBTQ. Once you start to see people in your families, once you start to have friends who identify as such, that's what makes the difference in terms of in terms of acceptance growing. And like one of the biggest transformations of public opinion, or one of the shortest transformations of public opinion in American history has been the rapid, rapid growth of acceptance of the LGBTQ community. But there's, no doubt whatsoever that acceptance of transgender people is falling behind the curve of some other people in the LGBTQ community. And that's not to say that, that's not in any way to place blame for that. It's just, it is something that because we are fewer in number, I think, compared to people who identify as gay, lesbian, or bisexual, it's that visibility has not yet been there in the same way. And so you're absolutely right that the more visible we can be in what we are doing, and I'm speaking inclusively for anyone who finds this podcast useful. The more visible we can be, the more that we can hopefully start to turn that tide of public opinion and help people realize that there's nothing shameful. There's nothing um, inappropriate. There's nothing weird about people just being themselves.
0: Yes. 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 I mean, and, and for those who don't think if you're a cross and you don't think you fit in the trans community. Y- you do. You do. And that's what we hope the podcast to hopefully bring love to the crossdressers and to the trans people and to anyone who wants to fall under it. But yeah, yes. I think that, that that's all I want to say. Yeah, Sierra, I love you. You have been amazing. I don't know how much more I can praise you, but um, you're awesome.
1: <laughs> well, and I love you. You're amazing. This platform has been like, it's been the thrill of, of my, like, like, one of the most thrilling things about this year has been. Participating in the podcast, getting to know you, getting to make friends through the podcast. And I think that's something we can look forward to in 2021 is just building more friendships, getting to know people better, making sure our cross yes umbrella remains as inclusive as possible. And I just think we have a lot, a lot to look forward to next year. And I'm I'm excited to go on that journey with you.
0: Yes, yes. I'm I'm looking forward to it like crazy, girl. It's gonna be so much fun 2021. This is what we said in 2019 about 2020 but th- those don't, were don't lies don't
1: tell anyone that don't tell anyone <laughs> <laughs> don't let the virus hear
0: you <laughs> it'll mutate uh, uh i'm looking forward to it i'm gonna i'm gonna lose weight next year girl we're gonna go out we're gonna dress up we're gonna do crazy stuff next year i want to be penniless penniless and pantyless on the side of a, uh, on, on like the vegas strip with you so
1: well i might draw the line before that but yes fine. we're gonna have fun
0: fine fine <laughs> <laughs> and finally the miscellany
1: yes
0: and that's it for this episode i hope you guys enjoyed it it was just me and sierra just chit-chatting and i hope you guys like the title cross the chit-chat with giselle and sierra hope you guys enjoyed it it's been a wild and crazy year it's all over it's over guys it's so close to being over 2021 it's gonna be better we're gonna do some new things we're gonna post some stuff we're going to post updates on the website we're going to do better things next year so look forward to that on the podcast join us on discord check out our patreon all that good stuff i'm looking to celebrate and chill because it's been busy at work and i'm ready to rest and i know you guys are too but i hope you guys have a great new year hope you guys had a happy holidays and let's kick off 2021 with a bang because 2020 was terrible but Love you guys. You guys have been awesome. Look forward to next week with a new episode on the Cross Yoss podcast. But that's it. And as always, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality,
1: and gender a bit more.